what's up guys welcome to the flow t cast this is episode uh let me just go off a limb and say it's episode 12 um it's really good to be back um a lot of shits happened in the pokemon card game and just in general so let's just go right into it first and foremost boys how you guys doing scott what's going on my guy uh, not too much, man. Playing a lot of Pokemon uh, recently. Uh, played in my first tournament in a long time uh, the other weekend, but we'll go into that later and just, you know, living it up. I feel that, my dude. Yo, Hunter, how you doing, my dude? I'm chilling. It's been a long weekend. I was in Atlanta this weekend working in the studio with my boy Mike Moran and some other people, actually. So it was pretty nice. Hell yeah, dude. So, um... I'll get into my spiel later, but uh, the first and foremost, the Pog Championships happened. I think all three of us played in it, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we all did. Yeah, that's correct. How uh, I did like three and four, or whatever. Played a tournament, in tournament, fuck, <laughs> Eternatus, <laughs> and uh, it was fun. Kind of shaky, but. It was a lot of fun. Uh, a bunch of the dudes hopped on the stream, and we just shot the shit for about six hours. Uh, I don't like big tournaments, how they're ran right now, because I feel like they take way too long. Or maybe it's just because I'm just sitting at a desk the whole time. So maybe I just don't like streaming long tournaments because it's a long, long trip. But Scott, how did you do, my man? Uh, I ended up going 4-4. Um uh due to some unlucky breaks some unlucky hands um i ended up playing adpz um and built what i thought was the most consistent way to hit turn two altered creation and didn't hit it a single time during the tournament so uh eight rounds didn't hit a single turn two altered creation felt great um uh but i do think that i played well so i'm i'm happy with the performance considering that you know it's been a long time since I played in any actual capacity. So uh, uh, overall, it was a good experience. I ended up playing uh, in the first pod, which meant I was up at 4 a.m. our time. Um, but then I was chilling with you during the second pod, and I will say that the first pod seemed to be run a lot more smoothly. I don't know if it's just the sheer amount of people or what happened, but um, my experience wasn't too bad. Uh, huge shout-out to them for throwing an event that size, though. Yeah, I, I will give them that. It takes a lot of balls. I mean, we struggled with 16 people, and they had to deal with thousands. So it's like, sh props to them. Um, I just don't know if I would ever play them one again, unfortunately. But I know somebody else played in day two and also streamed it on FlowTCast. Uh, Hunter, how was your experience streaming on the FlowTCast? My experience in the, streaming the FlowTCast or my experience in the tournament? Both, 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 both. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, stream was nice. I felt myself like I feel like my biggest thing is like still being able to talk, even though when I'm like losing and tilted, and there's not a good situation, like keeping the conversation going. I probably need to work on that. Obviously, when I'm doing well, I'm enthusiastic, and I'm talking about you know the game, then it's good. Um, but it's not always. I wasn't always like that, you know. So yeah. uh, that was tough. But uh, as far as the tournament go, I goes. I played uh, Center Scorch. VMAX with the uh, with the uh, Electro GX. So basically, the whole point of the deck was if you went, if your opponent got to go second, then you could use Electrode going first, so you could pop uh, Bench Voltorb, 
discard a bunch of energies. And then if you go second, you can use Volk. So now you're not like hindered anymore. And uh, that was kind of the, the gist behind that. And then I went six and four. Yeah, I think it was six and four. Um, I didn't get top 32. Um, or I did not get top 32. Excuse me. That's what I meant to say. Did not get top 32. And, uh, you know, my losses were to JW Crewall and to Stefan. So now I'm one and one against Stefan. I beat him at Nats and lost him at this. Against Mad Party, I just game one, dead Drew, game two, did the spicy, put Wonder Lab in play, stamped a one. Use the Sense of Scorch attack to discard the energy so that they can just never attack again. And he was out of stadium, so he just couldn't attack for the rest of the game off that play. And and then game three, dead Drew. And then against JW, I quickballed for we were both streaming it. So I'm streaming it on my end. He's streaming on his end. I quickball for a crowbat. My my hand's completely empty. So like I literally just had the most baller turn one. So already switched into Volk and everything. Uh, sent Scorch on the bench, about to Crobat for six. Haven't played a supporter yet. And I quick ball, grab the Crobat, and it shuffles my deck. It doesn't put the Crobat in my hand. So literally, I just straight up lose to a turn two Vickable attack uh, <laughs> because my hand was completely dead. Or, yeah, turn two Vickable attack. And then my other two games that I lost were to Torkoal V... Uh, what was it? Torkoal V... What's Fire the other Rock, fire? Uh, Victini. Yeah, Torkoal V, Victini, Greens. And then the other one, what did I lose to the other one? The other one was, oh, Eternatus. And I just drew, I just drew dead two games in a row. So like all my losses were drawing dead or uh, I, I guess against the Torkoal guy, I, I did kind of mess up. I popped Electrode or I stamped first before popping Electrode. So I stamped him to three and then gave him plus two prizes. So we got six cards instead of getting two cards. So I messed the order up, but that's something like I wouldn't mess up if I was, uh, playing like with real cards, you know, since so the computer, I'm just like, oh, I totally forgot I didn't pop it, blah, blah, blah. All uh-huh. this nonsense. So, disappointed. Um, sucks we didn't get to have real worlds because obviously, like, I probably would have been able to uh, had a day two invite and probably would have tested more. Like, I made this deck at PM and tested it till one and then played it. Like, there wasn't a lot of testing, you know what I'm saying? I just went into it uh, pretty. Pretty uh, relaxed, just because I didn't know I, was, I didn't know I had a day two invite until the day before. So had I known maybe earlier, I would have done some more testing, or had I taken the event more seriously, I would have done some more testing. But I had a good time, had some good competition, and I look for, I look forward to a real worlds uh, yeah. this coming year if we get one. For sure, for sure. Uh, one thing I did want to mention is I played against a sleepy Marip Vikavolt deck during my time. And uh, if anybody watched, I flipped six heads in a row to win. <laughs> I kind of luck sacked that one. Uh, Jeff told me I needed to send that guy a get well card because he's probably sick to his stomach after doing that to him. But uh, it was pretty dope. Um, but that kind of like, that was like the last and only real big tournament of like that ro- format, the Ultra Prism to uh, Darkness Ablaze. So from team up to darkness ablaze from now on. So it was kind of cool to play in that format, but as we all know, post rotation is upon us now. And um, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I've played in like two Hexer tournaments and have been done shit, bro. Like I actually 
don't really like this format as of right now, but it could just be me playing like shit. How are you guys doing with the new post rotation format? Uh, you want to go first? As, yeah. As far as deck building goes, I think like the big three for me are like Eternatus, uh, Antipusation, and then the uh, it's probably like a tie for like Mewtwo, uh, Welder. And the uh, the Scent Scorch. So I think that's like my top three ish four. And then there are some other decks that like definitely have promise, like Inteleon with or without Frostmoth, uh, Mad Party, um, Single Prize, uh, Single Prize like combo decks, like something like Spiritomb, Hoopa, Zapdos, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, you know, some type of one prize deck. Um, and I think there's some untapped potential in there as well. Um, but my personal opinion is for, oh, and Luke, I guess Luke metalization is up there too as well. Um, but I mean, for right now, I think like if I was to play in a tournament tomorrow, I would probably play B3. Um, I think it just has the most room to be improved upon. I'm also, once again, I'm going to try throwing a VMAX and B3 that's not supposed to be there and like, Try like a Mew three welder slash uh Vulcanian slash Sense Scorch. So like basically have the Vulcanian engine inside of Mewtwo so that when you go second you can just put more energies on Mewtwo. And then against some matchups, Mewtwo isn't like you're not gonna need the tech attackers and you just want something that's gonna spam a huge knockout, and Sense Scorch can do that for you. So we're gonna maybe like a one one or a two one send a Scorch line in there, probably 1-1, one, one, honestly, and just have it as another bulky attacker that um, can't get be easily one-shot uh, by their psychic Pokemon. I feel that. I feel that. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mew3 Welder, like my old pet deck from back in the day, back in Nam. Uh, I'm really shocked that it's like made a big resurgence. It, surgeons even after post rotation i'm pretty sure we talked about it how like with mew3 you kind of lose like it doesn't gain anything anymore like it just it's steadily losing its versatility by you know gx is going out of rotation yeah i will say this it does have the uh 300 gx one the charizard yeah it still has uh regizard it still has all the colorless attackers um the Incineroar is wild uh, because most of the VMAXs aren't hitting it for, you know, a one-hit KO. So if you're going to two-shot a Mew3, then that Incineroar GX is absolutely crazy. Just to be able to be like, oh, you did, you know, let's say you did 270, you didn't get the knockout, and then guess what? Now you're getting knocked out in return. And yeah. It still has Silvalli, I'm pretty sure. No, Silvalli rotated. Okay, so so we have we no longer have like a super good answer to return to this which is where sudden scorch would come in yeah that's true um you just knock out uh a, a turn this with a set of scorch stamp them yeah you know? and i also i think i think another card that doesn't see a lot of play in mewtwo that like has seen a lot of play in sudden scorch that kind of makes sense is like the wonder lab like mewtwo can put a lot of energy on the board and so like i feel like wonder labs a super underrated card for sure, and we I, didn't we didn't rotate it, right? No, we still got Wondrous Labyrinth. It's like 
it and uh, Black Market are the last like Prism Star stadiums because they're from Team Up. It's like those... we have we have no we lost Coco and we lost uh... no Coco Prism. Coco Prism still there. It's Coco Prism, Shaman Prism, and then like those two Prism stadiums are the last Prism Star cards we got. Yeah, I don't see Shaman Prism seeing uh, any play anytime <laughs> nah, soon. Nah, <laughs> not at all. Kind of cool. I, mean, I guess with Coco still being here, like maybe Vickable could be all right still. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Vickable. I did like the way that JW Crewall played it, where it was with the energy pickups and like just so you could spam the second attack. Yeah. So which 190 for three is more than 150 for three with uh, you know the Pika. So yeah. with those electric powers, you're hitting. You're hitting two. What was it? 220 off rep? Yeah, 220. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Did we lose Electro Power? We did. Yeah, yeah. we lost Electro Power, yeah. And Thunder yeah, Mountain. Yeah, I don't so, think uh, I don't think Vickable can survive that either, to be honest. Uh, I don't know, man. I was about to actually say that. One deck that I've been testing is uh super en- energy denial Vickavolt. So you play the hammers, the team yell grant, uh team yell grunt and the uh, lichen rock. And you pretty much just get rid of all their energy and make it to where they can uh, You play them down and you discard an energy from the active. So, like, what you do is you boss his order, the thing he's trying to set up, and you just play down three Lycan Rocks. Uh, then you uh, de evolution spray them back, and then you just item block them. And you could just spam three Lycan Rocks. Jesus yeah. Christ. How, how many Lycan Rocks are you going to have on the bench? Uh, you have three Rock Ruffs. In a perfect, in a perfect bench setup, you have two Vicavolts and three Lycan Rocks. Like total, and then just your setup Pokemon, but it sets up so quickly the majority of time. The only issue is it still loses to the big VMAX decks if they get set up right. Like, if you miss a turn against Senescorch, you lose. If you miss a turn against Eternius, then you kind of lose, right? Because if they get set up, they don't need items anymore, you know. Do you play like a fighting energy or something to like attack with the rock rut or the like? You play the roar energy. Oh, and okay. then that's the other thing is you could take a big knockout with its GX attack because it does like I think it's 30 times the amount of energy you discarded. Mm. So it's entirely possible to knock out a, you know, wounded Centiscorch V Max for game just by a sneaky thing. And then, you know, the Eternity is V Max. It's just like cool, like all this discarded energy, I'm going to knock you out in one shot because you're weak to me, you know? So, I mean, it's it's definitely not perfect, but it's definitely a deck that's been kind of uh, floating around there. And then, you know, not to shout out anybody, but the HL tournament, uh, you saw Baby Blounds do really well. And I think it took ninth and second. Which... What did Baby Blounds lose? Uh, they lost Fiery, Fiery Flint, but they still have pretty much everything else. So And he factored. Yeah, but Fiery Flint's pretty pretty huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been I've been seeing Baby Blonde's list literally playing like nineteen energy to combat that. Yeah, they play a ton more energy. It's pretty much just, they were just like what you know, I you lost four play. energy, an energy retrieval, and one blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're tw- have we even had a deck that's played twenty energy in history? I don't like. I've been playing since two thousand seven. I don't even think there's a deck that plays 20. Abilities are Worlds last year. It was the closest I've seen. It was like 18 energy. Towards list. Yeah, and even that seems hot. Yeah. Yeah, I just I play- just had to count my Blounds list 
to make sure that I wasn't playing 20 energy, but like even big blouts, I'm like looking at it like, oh no, I didn't play that many. Oh yeah, you framed it, so you stare at it I'm all the time. I'm about to say, you shouldn't even be playing more than 16 in blouts, like 15 fire, one beast, boom, that's it. Yay. Yeah. Uh, I think the most I've ever played was like 12. Well, because you had the psychic energy too, so there's that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you right. had the one beast, one psychic, and then however many fire, like 15, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I but yeah, I mean, even that is a ton. Like, even that, you'd be like, your starting hand would be like, I got one blown, seven energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but here's the thing, though. Uh, if we're talking about Blacephalon, right? We got the hand on the train. We got, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. We got, we got all this setup. We got uh, baby to get get energy back. Blown is just discard fucking energy out of my hand. There's nothing. <laughs> Blown isn't, baby Blown isn't hey. doing anything else, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. I get you have Zation and Oricorio and blah, 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 but I don't know, man. I feel like ADP, I feel like your ADP matchup got way worse without Fiery Flu because now you're definitely not KO and Big Charmed ADP on turn two most of the time. Yeah, that is true. Um, one thing I did want to mention with the, the new uh, format, um, just yesterday, the Players' Cup was finished, and uh, what's that guy's name? Jack Millar won with Luke Metalization. He played a 1-1. My guy. He played a 1-1 Bronzong line that um, shut down fire Pokemon. So, like, you couldn't even... he just put one of them in the active and then be like, all right, bro, have fun. <laughs> so, that, I thought that was really cool. And uh, shout-out to Jack Millar for winning. Uh, shout-out to Tord being the only guy to play Frostmoth and Teleon in that tournament. I see you, bro. I know you didn't make it, but we'll shout you out there. Um, bro, I saw that you take five prizes off of that guy. I think it was his first round that he was streamed uh, on the last day or whatever. He took five prizes in the same exact way against a dude, and I felt so bad for him because game two, man, like he looked like he was on top, and then Tord was just like, oh, by the way, I'll take five. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that game, too. But... um. So shout out to them uh, for winning. Other than that, I mean, they, the tournament was pre-recorded a long time ago. Well, not really. It was like what last weekend during Pog. Was it during Pog? It was recorded. I think it was the week before that, to be honest. Oh, anyway, it's been a while. Yeah, so like, it's hard to really say that that's where the format's heading with that. Which I mean, it was post rotation, so you could use that as you know a guideline to, for your deck building, um, but. Things could have changed. You know, the format shifts on the fly all the time. But one thing that is consistent with this format is uh, just this morning, I've been reading a lot of uh, people bitching about um, ADP in the format and whether or not we should, they should ban it or we should ban it because, like, there's not really any official air quote sanctioned Pokemon tournaments going on that everything's ran by us. And a lot of people are talking about banning ADP just so they can get some more, I guess, healthier format. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think ADP is ban worthy? What's the argument for banning it? Like, I haven't read. I have no idea the debate of whether to ban ADP or not. I think a lot of people say that ADP gatekeeps a lot of uh, deck creation and a lot of innovations in the game. And a lot of people want it banned because of that. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Honestly. So, I mean, another argument is like it stops one prize decks from even trying to compete, right? Um, I don't know, man. Like, so, I disagree with that. There's cards exactly. like 
decidui. Right. And so it's, I mean, and even like Mad Party, right? Like I've gone against, in testing, I've gone against ADPZ, you know, and it's, even if the they hit blood. creation, they, yeah, they still have to hit, they still have to KO you three times, right? So like you can still disrupt them and then keep it going. So I don't think it deserves a ban. I just think that, you know, all these people that are like saying that it gatekeeps deck creativity, maybe just need to be more creative in their deck creation in order to combat that, you know? Uh, we've always had a deck that I would say is the deck that you have to be able to beat, and it just so happens that the oldest deck in the format is that one right now. I don't I think agree. it. I don't think it needs a ban. I just think that people need to start playing because around. Because there are decks that beat it, like Eternatus can beat it, Mewtwo uh, Welder can beat it, Sentence uh, Scorch can beat it. All these decks can beat it. It's not like ADP is just almighty. GX and win the game, you know. It's eighty. The the key to beating ADP has been the same. It's you have till they GX to kill them. If you can't do that, you're gonna lose. So if your deck cannot do that, then you probably shouldn't be playing your type of deck. Or if you're not, you know, doing some alternate strategy uh, that's not attacking, then you probably should consider playing a different deck. Um, I don't think ADP is. I'll, I'll tell you this. And expanded, even though we have all these options, right? Having double dragon and just being able to GX right on turn two on your first turn, that's a lot more problematic to me than taking two full turns to use it to do to use a GX attack that does no damage. And then even my situation with what happens what happens when they go attach energy, right? And ADP is in the active or it's on the bench, whatever. Let's say it's let if it's in the active, it gets smacked, right? Then you GX and then it dies. Cool. What happened? You took three prizes. They get an extra prize. What does it matter? It's on the bench. You great catcher it up, boss it up, smack it. Or wait till they bring it active to kill it, to set up the KO. It's like, I don't really think there's a, like a really super ban-worthy card, unless it's like straight up unbeatable. There's nothing in the form. I don't care if it's niche. If that niche something gets found and that go, that niche card goes into everybody's deck to beat this one deck, then that's how it's got to be. But there's, there's like, on the topic of bits, <coughs> excuse me, I got corona. Just kidding, I don't like corona. <laughs> um, I'm going to need you to play the where'd you find this oh. <laughs> after that sneeze. <laughs> after my sneeze and where'd we find the corona. But what I was saying about bands is, like, that, the card that you're banning really, really, really needs to be so overpowered there's no tech card that stops that deck from winning every time, you know. Well, that's the and thing is ADP is ADP really isn't winning. winning every <laughs> ADP isn't even winning. I know ADP is a ADP is a consistent play. Yeah, it's not it, the almighty. It's, Just because Arceus is on the card, folks, doesn't mean it's godworthy. <laughs> it's like it's one of those decks. Like if we were to have regionals, say, uh. Huntsville, Alabama regionals next weekend because you know we're totally getting in regionals. Oh, was next weekend. Um, people would bring ADP to get points. That's it. You know, I mean, you could run hot win the tournament, but you're there. You're gonna get points. Is what you're going for. You're not there to win the tournament. Um, I don't know if it should be banned. I, I honestly, at this point, like if you know, our 
pseudo TOs decide to ban it for their personal tournaments, fine, whatever. That's okay. I don't really play it, so you're not affecting me at all. Um, but I don't know if it should be banned, and I'll just leave it at that. But something I'm gonna I say no. Fuck that. Keep it. Yeah, for well, sure. yeah. I'm gonna say that if you ban it, you see less creative decks than if you don't ban it. Yeah. Because then there's nothing stopping you from just playing the big hitters, you know, like. Yeah, you're not checking like Eternatus. Yeah, or something. Say, what's your one prize deck gonna do to to Eternatus and Send a Scorch and Mew Three? Your your one prize deck still got to beat that. Exactly. So like, you know what I'm like you, that's the other thing about the Pokemon community. There's always gonna be something to complain about. I'm not winning because ADP. Boo hoo! Like, play a deck yeah, that beats like, ADP. If you're yeah, tired like, of losing, for sure. And I mean, if you were gonna ban anything, right, or say limit stuff, like say we go the crazy route and go forbidden list, like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Like you only get two of them or one of them. Yeah, exactly. So let's say you you limit boss's order, right? Is ADP still as strong? I don't think so, right? I don't think ADP is a problem. I don't think there is a problem. I just think people need to get more creative. Like, sure, it gets frustrating. Like, I went on a 25-game losing streak the other day, right? I was super frustrated because every time they had needed Box's order, they had it. Yeah, yeah it that happened to me, too. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, you know, this is, we're getting to a point where uh, kind of like right when Guzma came out, it was like Shaman, uh, was Shaman out when Guzma came out? Yeah. Yeah, so Shaman, and then we got Dedene, so then we got Shaman, Dedene, Guzma, and now we got Shaman, or now we got Dedene and Crobat plus Gust plus Great Catcher. Like we're at the point where big basic decks can play this hyper turbo package, where they set up one attacker, take a KO, take the threat out. Once there's no retaliation, immediately take a KO after that on a bench sitter. So if you want to stop losing to ADP, stop benching bench sitters. Like. You know, if your hand's average and you've already, like, attached your energy for turn, you've already played your supporter, and you're going to attack, and Dedene isn't going to do anything but give you a fresh hand because you're afraid of getting Marnied, don't bench the Dedene. Get Marnied and not lose three prizes to a mouse on your bench. Right. So, like, with these, with this format, with the whole spe- need for speed, you know, the decks that are going to be able to go set up an attacker, check your threat, use these support Pokemon to keep my hand fresh, and also draw a boss and snipe the Pokemon I want to get. Decks that have to use cards like Marty plus uh, Sycamore every turn to, you know, to get another energy, like, you know, with the Mad Party, we get another twin energy. Or, uh, you know, with Mew 3, you need the Welder, boom, boom, boom. You know, you're at a, you're at a disadvantage to where you can just go Pensation, patch, 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 energy, blah, 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 whatever you want to do with the other energy acceleration, boom, take a kill, like, um, effectively, I think Zacian ADP kind of plays out like like Night March, where it's just do your thing, take your two kills. Do your thing, take your two kills. And these other decks just cannot compete with that. So you just need to build a deck that's either able to take a turn two KO on ADP or an alternative win strategy, whether it be Mill, Decidueye, blah, blah, blah. And Decidueye ADP is a good deck too. And it's a good contender for a second ADP deck that May or may not be better than Zacian. I'm not sure yet. I haven't tested it, but in theory, you you stomp a lot of shit pretty freely. Yeah, I think I think with Eternatus pushing Dragapult out, you know, 
I'm just playing. I have no idea where I was going with that. But no, Dragapult kind of checked ADP a little bit, though, because it had all the energy disruption and was kind of a problem. Because, it, like, I mean, sure, they got the, you know, they take their multiple prizes out on a Zacian. Zacian ADP could take, like, three to four prizes in one knockout if they wanted. But Dragapult could, you know, set up multiple KOs as well. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the other thing is if people were really worried that much about ADP and they needed a trump card, they could just throw in quad hammer and sure they'd lose consistency. But if it was really that much of a problem, decks would run quad hammer. Every deck would. Yeah. For so sure. I mean, or it's, you could, well, I guess y'all weren't really doesn't help anymore. But yeah, but that I mean, I I think it's ridiculous. Like if they start banning ADP, like. That's on them. That's what they want to do. But guess what? Once you move ADP out, something else is going to take its place. So you're going to be complaining about how good that is because you took away Zation. Yeah, for sure. So, but my pet thing that's been going on since uh, even post rotation and whatever is your boy is back on this VGC shit, and uh, he hit Master Ball rank. Woo woo! Let's woo! go! Let's it's go! It's about time, bro. What was my team? Uh, my team originally was uh, Libero Cinderace with uh, Rillaboom. Um, what was it? Dracovish, Togekiss. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think I had a so all the broken ones. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Every every one of them they got banned. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. It was like sixteen or four out of the six got banned. But uh, I started thirteen and one and got to Ultra Ball tier real quick, and then I like was shit in the bed because like everybody's better than I am. I'm still learning how to play. And then uh I switched it up to Porygon to uh Lapras, Dragapult, Togekiss, Rillaboom, Incineroar. And uh I think that was it. I might be missing one. I'll have to look at my team again. But I switched it up where I you know led with Lapras and uh we got there. Like and I was having a ton of fun doing it. Like, I was having a lot of fun playing VGC. I ain't even going to lie to you guys. Uh, it's been one of my, like, back, you know, one of my side pieces, I guess. That's maybe, possibly, I be, I've been saying it for a while. I may main VGC over TCG. I haven't decided yet. Uh, the longer this goes on, it's feeling like I want to do it. But I don't know. Um, so I'm really... I mean, right now... It's just more exciting to play VGC online than it is to play the card game online, especially... 100%. PTCGO is a boring... Pla I don't know how they are going to get... How they got kids to sit and play it. Like, I just... It's not a... Uh, I don't think it's, like, viewer-friendly. No. And I, mean, I know a lot of people complain about it, right? Like, a lot of people complain about it, and it's oversaid, and it's oversaid, but... The RNG on PTCGO is just absolutely unreal. It's, it's like, I do a lot of, like, numbers, right? Like, I love numbers, and there's just some things that, like, while not impossible, they could happen in real life, are just absurdly improbable that just happen constantly on PTCGO. Like, you know, 10 cards left in deck, you're going to, you have, you know, two outs in your deck and three games in a row you run into the same situation and three games you did na into not a single one of them or you start four games in a row with zacian metal energies one water energy you know like it just doesn't make any sense there's no chance that it would happen like 
real life and it just happens consistently on ptcgo and we saw it like in all the online tournaments that you see you just see it happening over and over and i don't know what it is they could do to fix it but between the frustration from that and just like you said just the visuals are terrible like it just isn't exciting i would rather them just have the visuals like tabletop simulator and just let me move the cards myself than those animations and the sounds that they seem to work so hard on yeah i i don't know i've just been enjoying vgc a lot and i'm actually really excited that uh i don't think we touched on it earlier but um for series six the top 16 pokemon it was like top 10 in singles and doubles they're banning which came out to be 16 i don't have the list up in front of me right now but if you've been following vgc you know that they're banning like the most broken Pokemon. So it's going to be a really interesting to see what they do with this next series. And I'm excited. And I'm also excited for is we got something in the works. That's going to be fun for you guys to watch. It's a closed little tournament we're doing. It's the flow TK VGC draft. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to run, but uh, Scott's been talking about it. Hunter has been like planning this shit out on the low. Like, I made a tier list today. I took, I literally took like two hours and tiered all the Pokemon. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pretty hype. I actually, I actually watch a fair bit of like, stuff, um, on YouTube. Like I've watched, I've watched Aaron Trivers on Aaron Cybertron Zeng stuff for probably about like, I don't want to say like probably going on like six or seven years. Like I was always like, this kid's cool, blah, blah, blah. Him and his brother play. They're really good. Um, you know, he's in college, kind of, I can kind of relate to him and he makes good content. And I also, I mess with, I mess with, uh, mess with Wolfie. I like his, I like his, uh, content as well. I, I was going to message him one day and be like, yo, I'm a pretty decent TCG player. We should just do some combo shit. Like I'll play some BGC and all we can play PTCGO or something, but I haven't gotten the courage to ask that or even talk to bro yet. But yeah, I really do. I really do like VGC, and I, I play on Showdown all the time when I'm bored. There's absolutely nothing left to do. I don't want to make music. Blah blah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go on Showdown, and I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go mess around. I ended up really liking it. I also really like team building. Obviously, just like I like deck building, I really like team building. Obviously, the nuance of what type of Pokemon you use, what moves you put on them, how you make the EV spread, how fast or slow you make them, all play a part. So. Hopefully, with this draft, I'm about to wipe the floor with these boys and just get the quick, get the quick dumb ski. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, I'm super, I'm super excited to, cause like, like draft, for example. Uh, I usually play around this time of the year. I play fantasy football, and I'd still like to if anybody's down with that. But um, but doing fantasy Pokemon, like, I think that's gonna be kind of dope. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. So I'm pretty yeah. high. Um, Scott, what about you, my man? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for the draft. Uh, I I'm not a huge team builder. I'm more of a let me see what other people are using and then kind of adjust it to my own uh, play style. Um, but I do tend to use like things that most people aren't using at the time, like. Um, I'm a big sand user. Like when I do play VZGC, I love sand. That whole dynamic is amazing. So like, uh, I'll you know get into that or Trick Room, you know, or like I'll just use Oddball Pokemon anyhow. So the idea that like we're all going to kind of be forced to use 
Pokemon that we wouldn't normally use is really exciting to me. Um, j- but just to let you guys know, I will actually shank somebody if they take Cofagrigus. Bro, I'm not going to take Cofagrigus. I'm trying to draft Dragapult number one overall, all right? <laughs> I'm going to say, I, okay, I'll give you guys, I'm going to give you guys just some a, a sneak peek of some of my t- tiers so you can kind of understand like what Pokemon are in which. Obviously, all the G-Maxes are in S tier because I think the best way to do it is how they did the WBE, which is the league that all the Pokemon YouTubers play in. They all picked one G-Max, so everyone gets one G-Max Pokemon. Um, like, per se, if somebody picks Rillaboom G-Max, then they get G-Max Rillaboom. Somebody picks regular Rillaboom, they don't get to G-Max set, they only get to Dynamax set. So, in Tier A, we got Pokemon like Tyranitar, Gyarados, Togekiss, Dusclops, Excadrill, Cinderace, Dracovish, Milotic, and DD Hatterene. So, uh, obviously, uh, Rillaboom's in there. And then B-Tier Pokemon, we got Pokemon like Gastrodon, Lucario, Snorlax, Charizard, Bronzong, Mudsdale, Chandelure, Haxorus, Inteleon, Jolteon, Gothitelle. And then, in, here we go. This is where we start getting weird. Uh, <laughs> in C tier, we got things like uh, Musharda, Galarian, Corsola, Vanillux, Minetric, Drampa, Heliolisk. And then in the meme tier, we got things like uh, Galarian, Mr. Mime, Regular <laughs> Weezing, Regular Persian, Sudowoodo, Barbarical, Dubwool, uh, Frostmoth, Glocto, Octo, uh, Best Rodriguez. <laughs> No, Kafagrigus, I actually have, where do I have Kafagrigus? I have Rudorigus in C tier. Kafagrigus, honestly, should probably be in C tier as well. I'm pretty sure it's in there. If I can't see it. Uh, bro, oh, Kaf- are- yeah, yeah. I have Kafagrigus and Rudorigus in, in, both in C tier. And Kafagrigus is a boss-ass draft Pokemon because you can run it like 17 different ways. You can run it physically defensive, especially defensive. It gets... Uh, Body press, you can max it and use max ghosts and uh, remove the or bring down the uh, defense of other Pokemon. So, uh, Brutarigus and Copagrigus both have amazing things they can do. Plus, Mummy is just fucking broken. Like, just taking away something's ability is really good. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, what about Explosion Silvalli? I played against a guy on the VGC ladder, bro. His first move, he did Explosion. Uh, did like kind of a little bit of damage but knocked his boy out and like knocked his other dude out too i was like okay bro <laughs> like, yeah we got we got so valley in the c tier for show show so valley has things he can do but he's just a fucking he's a he's a 7-eleven version of arceus bro it's so true <laughs> i love so Yo, but it's a- is it is it Slurpee Day though? Like that makes all the difference. No, no, it, it, it's it's Seven Eleven Arceus without Slurpee Day. You know what's uh, crazy? I've missed uh, totally off topic, but I've missed Seven Eleven this year. I did not go. I really feel bad about that. Nobody didn't have Slurpee Day, bro. We didn't have it. No, they they canceled it this year. Oh my god, bro. Well, thank yeah, God I didn't miss it then. Fuck. <laughs> Hopefully, they have two next year to make up for it. Like they have one on Seven Eleven and Eleven Seven. Let's go. Let's go. I uh, I miss 7-Eleven, period. We don't have them where, we're at, where we are at right now. Um, it sucks. I love 7-Eleven, and I love Slurpees, but we don't have them. But, uh, guys, a little, little disclaimer. This is a part where I uh, bring our guest on today. 
and uh, your boy made a boo-boo, or the computer made a boo-boo, and uh, we're not going to... A whoopsie-daisy. A whoopsie-daisy. So on this episode, we are not going to have our interview, but later this week, I promise you guys, we'll get that interview out. And for some extra love, we'll video record it as well and put it up on YouTube for you guys to listen to. Our guest today would have been Emery Taylor, um, but we'll get the interview out to you guys, I promise. So... Don't worry. Don't fret. Um, on the interview, though, something really funny happened. I'm going to let... What, unless Hunter doesn't want to talk about it. I threw it in here. But... Uh, something, something, <laughs> we'll talk about parts. You know, we're not going to say... We're not going to talk about everything. We're going to leave something. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's fine. That's fine. I just saw it. Like, he told me what happened afterwards. Scott, you'll get a kick out of this story. But it was like mid-interview. He cut out. And uh, Hunter, go ahead and tell everybody what happened. So, uh, disclaimer, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone in the Pokemon community knows this. I'm not talking to the kids out there. You know, I love the kids. I support the kids. Please don't do drugs. But uh, I, myself, smoke marijuana. It helps me sleep. I have insomnia. Uh, I choose not to have a medical card uh, because they don't allow you to have a medical card and a uh, concealed gun license, which I want to be able to protect myself and thank, uh, thank goodness in this situation. Well, I shouldn't say I was able to use anything, but I could have if I if I would have been able to get to it. Um, but so here's the situation: we're recording the pod, right? Everything's going normal. Uh, my roommate he's going to go uh, buy like a twenty dollar bag of weed or whatever, and uh, nothing nothing serious. We're all in college, and uh, <laughs> so normal. He's I, well, from what I thought, a pretty chill guy. I've known him a little. I know the guy that he was getting from a little bit, and. Uh, Basically, he decided that he wanted to uh, take what we had. He wanted to take uh, money and shoes, and he attempted to uh, make a robbery. <laughs> and uh, he had a weapon, and none of us were – I was sitting in a chair, like, recording with my headphones and everything, and I'm, like, basically just shocked at this point. I throw the, I throw the pot on mute, and I turn around, and I basically start parlaying with this guy where I'm like – Listen, man, we're college kids. I'm not giving you any money. You're gonna have to shoot me if you want if you want my money. Like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do something. You're not gonna I'm not gonna give it up. You're not gonna take my stuff. You're not gonna take my friend's stuff. My homie was saying the same thing. At the same time, we're worried about getting shot here. But this is the only card I got. I'm, I'm sitting in a in a rolly chair with no shoes on, no shirt on, just some regular old basketball shorts. I can't run to my room and try and defend myself or any of that. And uh, to make a long story short, after 20 minutes of parlaying with this guy, basically letting him know I was ready to die over my belongings and what I had, uh, he decided that it was not worth it. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna go to jail. One of my biggest defenses basically was that, bro, you're not gonna get out of this. You're not gonna get out of this alive. You're gonna you're gonna go. You're gonna get put on the news. You're gonna kill a college kid in a college residential area. Like you're gonna go to jail for the rest of your life. So if you want to do that for for what you think we have uh go ahead and basically i got to parlay myself out of getting shot which is amazing and uh hopefully that guy will never ever come over again i know i'm not gonna message the guy but uh i guess the lesson to people who you know you shouldn't like i said you should not buy drugs on the street at all if you're if you need marijuana for a medical reason you should go reach out for that. I have my pers- I have my own personal adult reasons as to why I don't do that. So please do not take this as an endorsement 
of go buy weed on the street. But if you are going to do that, make sure you're very uh, particular about who you hang around and who you bring. Because I thought uh, I could trust this person enough to come to my house because he knew my roommates. And uh, I made a big mistake and almost lost my life over it. So I'm happy to get out of it. It's not something I want to like glorify, but more so just be careful. Like um, I did not call the police. Uh, I hope nobody calls the police on me for this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> me I too, bro. I didn't call. The, I didn't call the police. I, you know, I locked my doors and I, I have my protection. My roommates have their protection. So um, we're all grown men above the age of twenty-four. So uh, does not get much older than that. I guess you could say I got one more year till I'm a man, man. But I'm about as man as it gets. So yeah, that was. Uh, it's quite interesting having a lovely conversation about. Uh, I believe. We were talking at this point in the conversation. We were talking about nationals, me and Emery talking about the Raikou, and uh, I almost had the thunderbolt put through me, and not the uh, not the Raikou. Wow! Uh, yeah, bro, you missed a good one, Scott. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I did. Um, I just want to shout out the forethought of putting the chat on mute. Um, because that would have been absolutely terrible if that whole thing was captured on audio. But uh, uh, shout out to you for having the 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 forethought to be like, oh, let me mute this real quick while I go have a nice conversation with this gentleman. He like he, yeah, he muted I'm it. To be honest, it. I, I don't think anyone could parlay themselves out of getting shot. Let let alone did I think in the three minutes that I had to think about what I was about to blurt out of my mouth before I get shot, that I was going to be able to pull this off. So it was like, so astounding. It was like, I was explaining, when I explained to Scott, I was like, bro, it was like some movie shit. Like I felt like I was the guy who didn't pay up, who, who was begging for the drug dealer boss, not to kill him. <laughs> like, that's what it, but but it, obviously it wasn't that situation. We were just trying to cop a $20 bag of weed, but he thought, you know, since we had this nice house and nice things that he wanted, he thought we had more money than what we had. had. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I had the uh, nuts to say, uh, I'm not ready to die over my money, which wasn't even that much that I had, but yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was not ready to give it up for free. For sure. Right. Yeah. He called Hunter called me yesterday or the day after he was like, bro, let me tell you what happened, my guy. And then he told me, it's like, holy shit, during the Floaty Cast interview, bro. <laughs> my, That's my man's out here going to war, and I'm just like, so, uh, internets, right? <laughs> Yo, I mean, and like, honestly, like, it, it astounds me that, like, that was your reaction. Like, that, uh, that kudos to you for staying calm yeah. under that. Because... Yeah, way to step Oh, no, 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 I was not calm. I was I mean, not calm. I was, so... I, I was actually irate. I was like, I was like, you're going to have to shoot me. You're not taking my money. This is not happening, bro. You're not doing this. Like, if you're going to do it, you need to do it now. Like, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and play with you all day, blah, blah, all this shit. Like, if you're really going to take my stuff, then you need to kill me straight up. I mean, but, like, <laughs> real talk, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Maxlow probably feels the same way. Like, just from the training that we received and everything, that is not the way we would react to that situation no. at all. I, and I, we probably would have lost our life because of it. So that's what I told Hunter when he told me when he called me and told me I was like, "Bro, like, props to you for you know getting out of that situation with nobody getting harmed." But if that was me, if somebody came into this house, 
somebody's dying that night. <laughs> like, That's the thing, though. I'm I'm in a computer chair, right? My 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 uh my piece. It's in my, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. I was like, I don't want to say gun. That sounds so awful, but that's the name of it. No, my gun was, my gun was in my room, uh, which is, you know, probably 30 or 40 feet the other direction and inside a room. And my front door is staring at my living room, which I'm at the time when I was recording, my back is faced to the door. So I literally like did not like I did a dramatic like computer chair turnaround. It just happened to be. I turned around and there was a gun in my face or in my face direction. I'm not going to say he was close to me. He was at the front door. I was probably about seven, eight feet away. Definitely close enough to get dead. I'll tell you that. So I didn't have like a, I can go bust a move to go run to my, run to my room and get it. He would have beat me there or killed me on the way there. Or at least that's what I've assumed would have happened when someone gets up to go run to go get something. I don't think, uh, you know, or maybe he didn't have it in him. Maybe he was hoping. I mean, obviously, he was hoping that we were just going to give it up, and I was not going to let him have that satisfaction. Right. You really going to have to do. You want to live this life? You really going to have to do it. You well, take I'm glad. Me. I'm glad you're not harmed, bro. Like, honestly. Oh, um, God, man, he really blessed me. That yeah, day. yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you're still here. But um, so some other news uh out there. <laughs> And uh, in other news, now that we're done with the uh, crime report, <laughs> <laughs> to the motherfucker who came into my boy's apartment, I had no certain set of skills. If I find you, <laughs> I swear. But uh, yeah, that's it's good to it's good you're still here, man. But um, what's also still here is sports, boys. Uh, currently, right now, Tampa Bay is in overtime, looking to close it out against Boston. Colorado's up a slick five zip on Dallas, looking to stay alive. Bro, ugh, I can't talk, bro. But uh, sports is still going, man. I know they had that hiccup. Um, not really a hiccup. They did their little. They postponed the games for all the prote- protesting going on. Uh, I don't want to get into too much of that. We said our piece on a la- earlier episode. If you guys want to go back and watch that, um, we're not going to talk about that too much. But uh, Houston trying to close their series out against OKC. That's not happening right now. They're losing. Uh, Miami Lakers are- closed out their series. Yep, Lakers closed it out. Oh, oh, uh, Milwaukee lost to the Heat game one. Jesus. Jimmy Butler went crazy. <laughs> Jimmy Butts. Yo, shout out to Florida teams. Yeah. I don't watch shout basketball, to, but yo, shout out to Jimmy Butler. Always been one of my favorite flavors, even though like like uh our last names were Butler. That wasn't even like why I messed with them. Like he was always a great dunker. He was a six six man, like good shooter, great defense. So glad he could come to Miami and do some work. Also, yeah. Tyler Hero, the walking bucket, he is nasty as fuck. He's literally wet from anywhere, bro. He's he's pulling up from logo shit. Yeah, that's insane. And uh, football's coming back real soon. Like I said, I usually play fantasy football, but I'm not this year. Probably not. Got way too. Browns gonna be serious. (laughs) Baker Mayfield plus Odell. Come on. So I don't watch football either. Uh, I not ever been a fan. Like too much, but I have to root for the Colts this year, uh, simply because they had that quarterback, and I don't even remember his name. But I was watching a compilation of like how he was just complimenting everybody that hit him, and I was like, "That's the wholesomest thing that I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> so 
I promised Jeff that I'd be a fan this year. So this year, I'm rooting for the Colts. I don't know if they're good or bad, but I know they're white and blue. So. <laughs> Bro, they got. Fair- I actually, I think I actually think they're completely garbage. I don't think they have any. They, oh, good. Then it can't even be that I'm rooting for a winning team then. Awesome. Bro, they got Phillip Rivers. Uh, he's from Decatur, Alabama. That's what's up. That's I, I don't care about people from Alabama. <laughs> wow, you live here. Yeah. But, I'm a uh, transplant. <laughs> me too, bro. Me too. But, um, yeah, so that's what's going on in the sports world, man. Uh, as, some things we got going on in the future, really, is just we're just maintaining trying not to fuck up our interviews anymore and uh, oh <laughs> oh but um after we drop this one i really do want to get our interviews that we do on youtube so we're going to start trying to do that like doing video recordings of the of these interviews and uh so we got so that the next time you guys can watch me uh get robbed <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bro <laughs> bro if we were on camera for that interview bro and i just oh saw you get goodness. up i'd have been like uh that would have been a case and a half they would have been like uh what address are you from mr butler <laughs> yeah everybody's going to jail <laughs> not one person everybody right yeah it'd be the yeah. one time the cops like hey let me listen in on what's going on in the pokemon world holy shit he's getting robbed <laughs> but uh so we're gonna try and do that i know we got a bunch of big stuff that's still on the on the uh the dl right now we're not gonna really disclose that but but keep following and keep them notifications up because y'all don't want to miss what we got going on we always scheming in the, behind the scenes um but uh i'm definitely my schedule's changed since we started school i stream mondays wednesdays and fridays now at 5 p.m uh oh my schedule's changed too. I'm freaking swamped. Yeah, I know. I know. I I do appreciate you uh coming out um and still sticking to the podcast. I know you got a lot of school and stuff going on. Um, oh yeah, I'm on Zoom. I'm on Zoom tomorrow from 8 a.m. until 5:25 with with 45 minutes in break. So I have like a 20 minute break and then like a 15 minute break and then a five minute break. <laughs> For sure, bro. And I, I have uh, five classes. I uh, my Zoom class is on a, uh Mondays and Wednesdays, and Mondays I work, so like I was pushing carts while doing my class at the same time. Talk I about- mean, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. I fucking hate Zoom. First of all, let's start off with that. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom has a shit ton of problems, and it was not. I, I'm sure. Uh, people, those people in the real world, and I think you guys probably know this as well. But the first day of school. For like it was the twenty fourth, Zoom crashed and couldn't take all the people that were logging in from the UK and the US and just totally just if you had classes on that Monday, you didn't have classes anymore. And so like the year already started off by being pushed back. <laughs> like, it, was, it literally already started off being like, Well, we already lost the lecture, folks. So uh we're getting right into it. You know, I have I have three labs and three classes, so I have Geology 2 lab, biology 2 lab, biology 1 lab, which I was supposed to take last semester, but they fucked up and dropped it out of my, uh, out of my what do you call it, my schedule uh, via some type of system that they run that just didn't put me in there, like kicked me out of the class on accident. So I have to take it on its own. And then I have geology 2, biology 2, and uh, is it calculus? Yeah, it's pre- – no, 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 it's pre-calc. And then pre-calculus. So I got all – banger classes like all you're half you're gonna have to use your brain 
Well, maybe like not so much geology. Geology is kind of cool. I'm not gonna. I mean, pre-calc is pretty. Pre-calc is easy, pretty easy too, man. Shut honestly, up. So I don't know, bro. I'm math is my weak point. Bro, just because you're a god mathematician, Scott, doesn't mean you can just come up on the pod and be like, hey, bro. Pre-calculus is hard. <laughs> Calculus and pre-calculus is hard. No, bro, bro. Pre-calc is, pre-calc is easy, man. The, the thing about hard. it is, is, like, once it clicks, like, you got it. Like, after it starts clicking, like, the rest of calculus is going to be a breeze. Bro, you I said that real easy. You, you heard it here first. You heard it here first from Scott. If the pre-calc starts clicking, then you're good. <laughs> you sound like my dad. You sound like my dad when I needed help with math homework. He's like, just do dude, the- just understand it. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking get He's it like, already. Just fucking do the problem. I'm like, I'm trying. No, but just do it. <laughs> All the steps and do it. But hey. God, I keep getting the wrong answer. We'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, but your boy, your boy, uh, he's starting his uh, trek to his marketing degree, my guy. We started our marketing class, and they already brought up Starbucks. So Starbucks, once again, I'm going to ask you every single uh, single <laughs> pod. I want yep. one free coffee, just one. Can we can we not do Starbucks? Can we just like seek Yo, out? Shout out to Starbucks. I had a beautiful strawberry frappuccino this morning. It was great. Didn't melt, even though it was hot as shit here in Florida. So shout out to you for somehow keeping it cold enough to uh, not melt in the summer. It's that red forty, bro. <laughs> that red forty still in there. That's what's keeping it. Uh, no, but Dunkin' Donuts, uh, forget what these guys say about Starbucks. Like, oh, Dunkin', fuck Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> Bro, I need you to calm down. That's my lifeblood. <laughs> Tim Hortons, when I go back to Columbus, uh, free coffee, please. Shout out to Tim oh, Hortons. Yeah, Tim Hortons. Yeah, let's do Tim Hortons. Tim. Um, actually, if you could open up a franchise in Alabama, that would be uh, sick. <laughs> I'll keep you in business single handedly. Like, I'll do it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, I was about to say, you know what's crazy? The time I went to the Alabama League Cup, we had Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast, and it was the shittiest breakfast I ever bro, ate. They literally, burned their shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, remember? Remember? They literally, okay, all I got was a bagel with cream cheese and a sweet tea, right? They gave me unsweet tea, completely fucking disgusting. And you know, if you're from the South and you drink right. sweet tea and they hand you an unsweet tea, you literally just want to kick them in the mouth immediately. So, That's just. <laughs> Check this out. If you get anything from Duncan, anything other than donuts, munchkins, or plain coffee, you probably you're probably not going to do very well. Like so. So what you're saying is is you have to be basic to go to Duncan, right? So you're just you're just a basic white girl going to Duncan. That's what I get? That's what I get? Right? I go into you Duncan probably hold on. No, I can guess your order. You right, probably get a fucking glazed donut, right? Because you're that half a square. You just get the glazed <laughs> one. And then, and then you get a medium coffee because you don't want a small one because it won't fill you up. And a large is going to make you pee. So you get a medium size. You get a nice medium roast, probably something lame, not a lot of flavor. And then you like pump it with one other flavor and maybe some cream. No, Did I no, get it right? No, almost though. You were pretty close. So I get, I get a medium Dark roast with vanilla. Oh, so a dark, not a medium roast, a dark roast. <laughs> with vanilla, no cream, just vanilla. And then I, I knew it. I literally <laughs> said, what did I say? One pump of something and nothing else. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I literally, hey, you heard it here first, folks. If you want to be basic, your shit can get guessed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, my, my Dunkin' order uh, is a... um. 
uh, sausage, egg, and cheese croissant with them hash rounds if they don't burn my shit. And then, like, a vanilla latte, bro. This was bro, it. I'm just saying. How are you going to call me out like that? Like, I'm actually kind of upset. <laughs> Bro, you you got go. him. All right, all right, all right. I'll stop. I'll stop hating. I'll give you guys my Dunkin' Donut because I do have one now. I have one right across the street. So sometimes when Starbucks line is out the wazoo because all the white chicks are going to FSU are in line, I slide over to the Dunkin' Donuts because it's always dead because nobody goes there. <laughs> so I get a, I get a chocolate, fra- I get a chocolate frappuccino, large whipped cream with a pump of caramel, and I get the uh, big and toasty. Hey, I'm with it. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> It's a bad order. I got a better order at Starbucks for sure, bro. But when it comes to coffee joints, though, it's uh, it's Tim Hortons all the way. Unfortunately, I can't vouch for it too much because it's up north. But Hunter, when Internats is back at Columbus, Ohio, we got to have a, a, a Tim Hortons stop. No, for sure. When I went to Toronto, it was crazy because Tim Hortons was kind of like McDonald's, where it's like you can have one right across the street from the other one, and they're both still popping. Like, it doesn't matter. They're both yeah. still going. Bro, Tim Hortons is the GOAT. I did. I will say this. I did like their uh, – I think I got – I didn't get coffee from them because if you haven't told already, I've already ordered two Frappuccinos. So that doesn't have any coffee in it. So uh, – but I do like the uh, – they had like a chai tea or something there. It was so fire. I was like, damn, this is probably Yo. top five best teas I've had. Hunter, real talk. You should definitely go to Dunkin' tomorrow and get the chai tea latte. They have a good chai tea latte. Yeah, it's it's completely fake. It's no real chai tea, but it tastes delicious. So. Hello, hello. See you now. You already told me it was fubu. Now I don't want to get it. What you should have said. If you want to talk me into something, you got to say, "Oh my God, there's this thing you got to try, Hunter." Blah blah, blah. and then afterwards, tell me what's shitty about it show because then so, if you tell me what's shitty first then i won't try it i'll like, let you in on a little bit of my personality i don't overhype anything <laughs> oh i'm about to overhype this speaking of drinks uh it's that time of year sam adams oktoberfest beer is out for all you 21 and over people that's the best beer in the market 100 percent no hold it you're capping. No, I'm not, bro. It's so good. It's so listen, good. You're false. Listen, 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 Your entire listen. life is actually false now. I'm going to need you listen, to stop lying. If we're, first of all, first of all, it's the 31st at 1030 my time, which means it is not, in fact, fall for another two, one to one and a half hours. So when it hits fall in one and a half hours, what you should be drinking is a nice uh, apple uh, hard cider. That's the nice fall beer drink. Excuse me? If you ever mention cider and beer in the same sentence again, Hunter, we go out. What is hard cider is in the beer category. I will not I will I will not back down from that statement. White claw is in the beer category now. Yeah. Like it or love it. Wine coolers are alcohol too, yeah. Like go ahead and drink. (laughs) Wine coolers are alcohol? Have y'all ever had a sea breeze? It's delicious. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'll be drinking the Jamaican me crazy things that my wife gets all the time. They're they're really good. I told you the sea breezes are serious. Oh my god! Sam Adams, well, hey, hey, it's the best. Welcome to the Floaty Cast, where we like sea breezes. <laughs> we we don't have an interview today, so y'all are getting everything. <laughs> also, 
Also, um, if you didn't know, uh, Floaty Cast is the home of the White Claw Mirrors. So Fact. if you ever want to just know that we we own the White Claw Mirror. Fact. I was about to say, yeah. If you don't, uh, if you don't drink White Claw, you're not my friend. I swear to God. That's oh, yo, White Claws be slapping, bro. When I first had them, I thought they were gross, and then I'd been drinking them because they it's, got. Listen, it's just like beer. You you taste it, you're like, ah, oh, this is shitty. And then you start tasting it more, and you're like, this is shitty, but now I'm fucked up. All right. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Jeff's mirror, though, Hunter? Like, yes, Jeff carries around. Yeah, that's... Shout out to my wife. Hey, hey listen. Me and my dog, Jeff, and a select group of homies, probably like four or five other homies, killed 65 White Claws the night that I went to Dallas. Oh, my Jeff God. brought me a whole ass... Jeff bought me a whole handle of Tito's. So we killed... A whole handle of Tito's and like sixty white claws, so or like sixty-five white claws. And there was probably about it was it was me, Jeff, and like four or five other people. So like set like seven or eight people. Yeah, but Jeff can drink like no other. Like, did were you around in Daytona for his? uh, Oh, listen, listen, me and Jeff, me and Jeff have drank on not an occasion like world, like. We'll be like, oh yeah, it's after league. Oh, sh- we don't have work tomorrow. All right, bet. Let's go back to the. Let's go yeah. back to when Ray, when Ray and Jeff had the big house. Uh, they had the big man. Pokey Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Po- we'd go back there, play beer pong, smoke the a- the golden AK hookah. We'd drink a bunch. We- I think what me and me and uh, me and Jeff drank probably the most was definitely because White Claws weren't out yet. Because I was like eighteen or nineteen. So it was Bud Light and then Crown Apple. That was like what we would buy to go like drink after league or go drink after a tournament or just go drink to hang out. I, I fucked with those guys. So we hung out a lot. Also, I learned at, at one of Jeff's parties that <laughs> that uh, foot like party meatballs are made with grape jelly and ketchup. How fucking crazy is that? Like party meatballs, Swedish meatballs are grape jelly, ketchup, seasoning, and the meatballs. That's blew my mind. I I'm going Absolutely. to go ahead and say that that doesn't exist, and I don't want you to ever prove to me that it does. It All does. Right. Any party meatball you've ever had has great chef. Y'all, okay, I'm gonna try and describe the meatball. I'm talking about so everybody knows. It's the ones in like the brownish sauce that are kind of always in the crock pot. If you were Hispanic, you definitely had this at get together. I know football exactly games. what you're talking about. Yeah, that you that taste your that you're tasting. Yeah. Ketchup and grape jelly. So just so y'all know, that's what you'd be slucking down for four hours watching football. Jesus. Grape jelly and ketchup. Fine, still not going to believe it. Um, <laughs> oh, also, also, real quick, uh, quick shout out to all the homies. Uh, last Friday, a couple days ago, uh, it was the Cast one year anniversary. Whoop, whoop. whoop. Oh, we almost missed Miss calling that out, actually. Yeah, no, I wasn't gonna miss that, bro. I didn't. I didn't jot it down, but I remembered. Actually, no, I was almost gonna forget. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we hit our one year anniversary. It's crazy, man. We did a lot in a year. Like I look back at my goal sheet of all the things I wanted to accomplish in one year, and we nailed all of them. So, pretty awesome. I'm really excited about that. And um, yeah, so good on us. And Grape jelly and ketchup meatballs. Swear to God. On G. But with some somber news, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here. Um, It's really hard, but I almost didn't do the podcast today. And and the reason being is 
last night I was chilling watching this new anime. Shout out Code Geass. I've never heard of it until I started watching it. It's pretty good. I was watching it and I got a phone call from uh, California. And for those who don't know, um, my biological mother uh, left me uh, 21 years ago or so. And when I got this phone call, at first I didn't answer it, but then I answered it, or I called them back because the voicemail transcript had her name on it. And so when I answered it, I talked to the lady and recently found out that she passed away. And I'm really torn on how I should feel about this because 21 years is a long time. And the lady who's in my life now, she's been more of a mother figure than she was at um has ever been but that being said what's gotten me really torn about it is that she's actually been in california forever or for a really long time matter of fact when i was stationed out in california i was 40 minutes away from her and i found that out and struggled with do i go see her do i try to link up with her even talk to the chaplain in the military about what i should do and ultimately i made the decision to not see her um at the time, like, I never thought, second-guessed my decision to do that. And um, also, when my daughter was born a couple years ago, I sent her a message saying, letting her know, because I found her on social media, saying that she had a, a granddaughter. And um, so I reached out to her that way and thought she received the message and just thought she'd neglected it, so I didn't pay no mind to it. I was like, well, I did my part, but yesterday I found out she didn't see that message. And so, like, I've been torn on how to feel about this whole situation because, like I said, she was never there. And so I was kind of mutual about that, but I was also a little pissed off at myself thinking I didn't do enough. And she died alone, uh, to be quite frank, like, when the people were reaching out to find out who could find or handle the situation, they couldn't reach out to any of her family at the time. It was just me or my sister. But so I wanted to kind of talk about it a little bit because this podcast for me is really, it allows me to, you know, speak what's on my mind and say what I want to. And it's something if I don't get it off my chest now where I can read look back and listen to it, it'll just be stuck with me forever. So I, a little somber news for an otherwise upbeat podcast, but I wanted to get that out there real quick. And um, I'm thinking about you, Mom, and um, I do love you, and I thank you for let, bringing me into this world. So that's what I got to say about that. R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah. Deborah Maxlow was her name, if anybody's wondering. So rest in peace, rest easy, and know that now I know where you're at at all times and you're looking down on us, so we love you. Anyway, on that note, a little bit of happier side. So that's going on. Um, like I said, we will have the podcast interview up for you guys later this week um, and a, hopefully a video with it as well. Boys, thank you guys so much uh, for this impromptu um episode it really meant a lot to get back on here and do this episode so thank you guys for coming out i'm really excited for everything we got going on in the future scott you still a bitch um, whoa, <laughs> whoa. 
Got him. Hey, hit the, hit, hit the key. Hit the key. Hit the key. Bitch. Yeah, f <laughs> you, Scott. Oh, no. I'm playing. I'm playing. Sorry, I'm playing. we just got real ghetto after that. We just had to turn up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I poured a little. I'm not even the cap for you. I have this uh, $9.11 of green wise apple juice I was drinking. I just poured some out for my homie Deborah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know the vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah, guys, thank you guys so much. Uh, we will, like I said, we will have the episode later on, or the interview for this episode later on this week. Um, this was my fuck up, but it's fine. Um, we love you anyway. We love. We still don't know how he fucked up. By the way, we just yeah, know that he did. I, so. I like I was looking for it and I couldn't find it, <laughs> and I still can't find it. But we had to get this going. So, I told good. him he should ask his wife. They always know where everything is. <laughs> I should be like, "Honey, where's my damn interview? I deleted it." What? <laughs> should be like, "It's on the it's on the kitchen table, right where you left it." <laughs> anyway, but on that note, once again, I love you guys. Y'all take it easy. We will see y'all next time. Real quick before we go, uh, uh, shout out to Justin Bowman. Um, I hate you. I wish you would stop following this gripping food with force thing. It's really <laughs> trickering. And um, I need you to stop. But anyhow, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Any, uh, any final notes, Hunter, before we get going? Um, shout out to the pod guys uh, for doing what they had to do, for doing what they could do and doing what they had to do and putting on a tournament. I know it wasn't perfect, but, you know, uh, we can appreciate all tournaments and we can appreciate a good effort from people who wanted to make something happen. So shout out to you and those who donated. Um, I'm really excited for the draft. Um, I'm really excited to be breathing. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ready for, I'm ready for the next steps. I know you guys are probably getting cryptic with uh, Max Lowe for the last five episodes saying things are coming. So just know things are coming. <laughs> And they're they're on the way. So uh, yeah, um, peace it out. Shout out to Starbucks. Shout out to White Claw. Shout out to Hard Cider. Uh, buy uh, some fucking merch. All right. Buy some fucking merch. Hundred five. Shout out to Maxwell's mother. Rest in heaven. Have a safe journey. And uh, shout out to y'all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I actually tell you, I got my first uh, first order with a comment of Hunter Five on uh, on Etsy the other day. Oh, Yo, shit. Yo, let's go, baby. Hunter Five in chat. Alright, boys. Anyway, take it easy. We love you all. Peace. Peace. Peace.